McNeese State gets their first ever Big Ten W, and it comes at the expense of Michigan. Welcome in here on the Michigan Basketball Post Game Extra. It is a final down at the Chrysler Center. Not a good news for the Maize and Blue as they fall to the Cowboys of McNeese State 87 to 76 in a game where McNeese State came out and they were the aggressors. They had the lead for the majority of the game, the entire second half. And uh, they cruise to the double digit victory over Michigan. And this is the low point of the Jawan Howard head coaching uh, career at Michigan. Now, Last year, Michigan didn't make the NCAA tournament, and you could say, well, did you watch that Central game last year where a a bad Central team ran Michigan off the floor after the Christmas break? And, yeah, yeah, you know, I did watch that one, and that was was telling, but, you know, you'd you'd earned a little bit, I think, uh, the, the Michigan team with the way that they had played the previous seasons and even the previous year, the previous year hadn't gone well, but they found a way to right the ship and then make the NCAA tournament. And then they didn't last year. So to come out of the holiday break this year, after knowing what happened last year and lay an egg, like they did tonight, it's not a head scratcher. You go back and you say, well, where this is, this is on the players. And I would say, yeah. And then you would say, well, it's on the coaches too. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have an argument, is it more on the players? It's on the coaches. You know, last year, it felt like it was on the players. You know, you come out and you let a, uh, a team like central beat you this year, you know, to come back and have it happen again, when lightning strikes strikes twice, you know, you got to go to the coaching staff and, you know, that's where it is at right now. And, you know, this thing is, um, this thing doesn't look good. I mean, like uh, they started the season out with, with such promise after the first couple of games, but it has been uh, a rough ride since and tonight the shakiest. So that's where it's at. Let's get into it. We'll take some of your feedback. I thought everybody would be watching the uh, football game, but um, you know, we do have some people uh, checking in on uh, this game as you might expect when it's one like this. Well, Michigan, they went with the starting lineup that they have in every game this year with the exception of one, and that is McDaniels and Burnett in the backcourt with TW2, Kamwa, and Terrace Reed Jr. up front. And this was game number 13 on the season for the Wolverines back on the hardwood after the Christmas break. The final non-conference game of the year hosting McNeese State, Joe Dumars, alma mater. It was the Cowboys in the first half getting up by a dozen, but then U of M did fight back, and they took the lead for just a second, but it was McNeese State at the end of the half with a little bit of a flurry there, and they end up with the lead at the half by three, 40 to 37. But then in the second half, the Cowboys got that double-digit lead back early in the second half. I think it took them about six and a half minutes, uh, almost seven minutes to get that double-digit lead back. Uh, Michigan did get it to single digits, but uh, McNeese State uh, you know, got it back up to double digits, and they led most of this game and all of the second half, and they go on to the 87-76 to 
76 victory. And that is that. Where does Michigan go from here? Well, they don't play again till Thursday. So they got another long time to work on some things in practice. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. There's a, a rumor about one of the players out on the floor that possibly uh, he might not be with Michigan after um, the, the second semester starts. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But, you know, as soon as you think, hey, the news can't get any worse, we'll see. But, uh, you know, the way they played tonight, you know, there's a lot of it like, does it matter if uh, something like that happens, which is uh, a legitimate point. Let's check the upcoming schedule. Just alluded to it. It's brought to you by the Maze and Blue Reviews. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball. That show can be heard Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays right here on this feed that you're watching or listening to right now. And for that upcoming schedule, you look, Michigan, they will, they're done with the non-conference slate. So now it's the Big Ten, and they will host, Michigan will, Minnesota to kick off the new year on the 4th. That's Thursday, 9 o'clock. That game is scheduled on Peacock. If you have that, then it's uh, Penn State, two home games, start things out, and then at Maryland. Look at that, four out of the first five are at the Chrysler Center. So if they're going to do anything, they're you know they're you can look at these first five and say, hey, you better come out and win the majority of those. And you know, not a lot of uh, ranked teams there either. So that might be one of the things. I mean, if you're looking for if you're looking for anything, I mean, that's what you look at. I think looking at the schedule, you see um, some winnable games there, and four out of the five being at home uh, is also something that you would say if they, you know, had had a, an idea of turning this thing around. This is going to be it. Uh, going three and two, I would say, would have to be a must for this team. But you know. You, Starting it out, let's just say beating Minnesota. Let's just go there first and uh, and then go from there. Let's look at the scoring tonight for Michigan. Not a lot of good things to look at uh, in this game here. But right off the top, if there was a positive, and you'd say it's not a bad question, were there any positives for Michigan tonight? And I would say Terrence Williams the second. Five of nine from the floor, including four of eight from downtown, 20 points for TW2. And he was six of seven from the charity stripe. That's a good game for the Michigan captain. Doug McDaniel, 17 points, eight board, eight boards and five assists. Nice uh, stat line there for Doug. But Olivier Kamwa got shut out in the first half, had 17 points in the second half, seven boards. Three assists, but uh, here's the rest. Namari Burnett, a line of six points, four boards, two assists. Terrace Reed Jr., a couple goose eggs, no no points, four boards, no assists, just 0 of 1 from the field. Yeah, that's a, you know, a shake-your-head type situation. I would also say the same thing about Will Cheddar. Did get the double figures, but, you know, there was nothing there when you watched him. They were like, okay. Cheddar, 11 points, five boards, no feeds. Trey Jackson, three points, one rebound, one assist. 
Michigan did go a little bit deeper. Yo-Yo got some time early in the first half, helped Michigan to come back and actually take the lead. I think Yo-Yo was out on the floor when that happened with Yo-Yo. He ends up getting uh, two points and two boards. Uh, George Washington the third got a little bit of burn in the first half and launched a shot. And that was it when you come down to it. Not a lot of uh, fun when you go through this. Uh, here's somebody saying uh, a moral victory. Yeah, I don't, I, there's no moral victory. No, nothing. Uh, the morale, I would say, of the fan base, if it's not broken, it is uh, severely dented. Like I said, uh, the low point of the Juwan Howard era, certainly out on the floor. And, you know, this is not acceptable, acceptable fire, Juwan. Look, I think that, There'll be a lot of fans that will be calling for Jawan Howard's head after this one. And I think that that is um, understandable. Now, I don't think that Ward Manuel should, and, and I know that he will not fire him after tonight's game. Like, I'm not expecting before the Rose Bowl that, hey, the news out of Ann Arbor, Jawan Howard. I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think. Uh, unless there's, you know, something that's on the floor with the team. I mean, those are all, but I don't think, you know, Juwan Howard is going to get fired during the season. I know people want that when things get really bad, like tonight was really bad. And so when you have things that are really bad, you know, people always want to take, you know, they want to go one up on you. They want to, they want it to end now and say, well, what's the point of having it? Look, Juwan Howard uh, is a Michigan man. And that counts for something, you know, having played at Michigan and, and uh, he will get the entire season. Now, I thought that, you know, heading into the year, there was a lot of people like, this is over. You know, people are already thinking that was going to be the case looking at this roster. And I thought that was, you know, understandable as well. But I was thinking that, you know, the, the patience that Ward Manuel showed uh, Jim Harbaugh, knowing Ward, I mean, this was his pick, picking Juwan Howard. You know, he would show that same kind of patience. Now, I know you could say, yeah, but Jim had all this success in the NFL and coaching before. You know, he deserved it more. And, and I think that's true. But I'm, I'm, I still think before the season that, and I don't know if I said it here, but I probably did. I uh, said it that that I could still see Ward, you know, showing that patience when the majority of the fan base would be like, let's go. Uh, when you play games like this, you know, and then there were there, you know, what was the story of last year's season of not making the tournament? Michigan had at least six games that they were one possession games in the last five minutes and they lost them all. And then they had a few this year. You know, you go back and and look at some of them out in Oregon and another overtime game. You know, last week it was kind of the same thing. It's like, wow, man, this uh, this team can play you close, but then they lose at the end. And that's not – I don't know if that's a moral victory, but it is something. The something is that they could stay at least competitive throughout a game, even though they lose them at the end. And it is a win-loss type proposition, you know, ultimately. I get that. What I'm saying is – when there are games like tonight, when a, a team from the Southland Conference comes in and pops you and runs you off your own floor 
and you've got your your own home color analyst, the great Terry Mills, in the first half saying, I don't know, Michigan, they just look out of sorts. That was the same kind of crap that he was saying last year about the team against Central. And to come out and play like that again, it is unacceptable. So, you know, like, if there's ever, you know, and you can't play the, the, the card very often where you turn over a table or you throw a basketball. And, you know, for Juwan Howard, I would say that any kind of a emotional outburst uh, would not be smart for him considering his track record. But looking everybody in the eye after this one and saying there's going to be some changes and or he's going to be playing some different guys, this is BS. Call it like it is. I don't want to hear like, well, we're going to have to really work hard and proud. I don't want to hear the coach speak. You know, he, uh, you know, the thing about, you know, whether Ward will, you know, they would make a move. If, if there's games like tonight, the Chrysler Center will be empty by the end of the year. That will speak volumes for the athletic director who have to sit there and watch it. And he better be, you know, then uh, preparing something, but I better hear, you know, some uh, poignant comments from Juwan Howard on why his team, you know, had a big stank bomb tonight coming out of the Christmas break with all of that time again. Hey, Juwan, why is lightning struck twice on this team? Why doesn't your team guard anybody? Why doesn't your team have the effort? And when you say those things like, oh, there's, you know, Juwan could fire back at you, you'd say, look, Juwan, your team, you know, letting, you know, you guys don't get back in transition. McNeese State's running a layup line on you guys on your home floor. i like, what's that? Call these guys out for what they are if you're the head coach. Or you're standing for it. You're allowing it. You're enabling it. So that's what it comes down to. If we just have a ho-hum, Juwan, let's look at the stat sheet. Oh, yeah, that wasn't good. We, we need to get back and do no, none of that. We better get him telling everyone what's going to happen. You get all the support in the world from the Michigan family, the Michigan basketball family, but, you know, not now. Crossroads, call it whatever you want. Yeah, everybody's looking forward to the Rose Bowl. I don't, you know, not really care. You know, people are watching the the uh, Buckeyes tonight. But they'll look over at that score and like, what the hell? Maybe they'll watch this before the this or listen to this podcast before the the start of the Rose Bowl and say, hey, you know, like what's everyone saying? What everyone's saying is that they need to get their crap together or this thing is over. And we need to coach, you know, you don't need to show the fire in terms of what we, you know, what we have seen with the strength and conditioning coach or what he's doing against the Wisconsin coach or what he's doing against the Maryland coach. We need to see that fire directed at his team. I'm not advocating slapping or, you know, punching any of his players or, you know, or, you know, 
having an emotional outburst. You know, I, I don't know what he needs to do there. Maybe have somebody else do it. Because that's that's an issue with him. He'd say, well, maybe, you know, he'll retire. You know, he just, I don't know, you know, he'll step down. Maybe. I don't know. Are you going to leave the money on the table? Probably not. So that's, a, that's the spot that we're in. I mean, it's um, it's a terrible spot. I'll take some feedback before I go. OT wants to see some more of Yo-Yo. Me too. Carlos says he thinks Martelli used more bench players. I liked his rotation. Well, you know, that's not a... Uh, a comment that, you know, is not lost on me. You know, the team played better for Phil Martelli. The team played harder for Martelli than they have for Juwan. So, I don't know. Poor roster management, team obviously lacking energy, lazy D. You know, the the year of the pandemic. That Michigan basketball team was one of my favorite teams of all time. And I've been watching this team since the early 80s. I love that team. That team, uh, I don't know, say they came out of nowhere, but nobody was predicting them to win the Big Ten. They were predicted, I don't know, fifth or sixth, uh, maybe fifth. That would seem like optimistic. And then they won the Big Ten. And then they they validated it, uh, uh, their, their Big Ten title by the way they played in the NCAA tournament and they were that close. They had Franz Wagner with a wide open three to get to the final four. They actually had an, another shot or two against uh, UCLA to, you know, get to the final four. I love that team. And I mean, I loved every Juwan Howard and uh, the assistants. I went through there and I'm like, man, you know, like uh, uh, Martelli, the way he's in uh, Isley in Washington, all of it. And now it, that looks like a distant memory, everything. You're going to keep bringing it. That's how. So, you know, it's not like I was ever really down. Uh, I was the, the exact opposite from where I am at right now. So that's it. Yeah. Again, I mean, the fan stuff is about, you know, firing a coach in season. You know, that's not going to happen. It does suck, and you know you you point to a lot of different things. The Long Beach State game, it's defense, it's coaching. Put Saudi up there. Yeah, a, an effort situation is sad. Yeah, I'm there as well. I'm not going this far, you know. Going back to Brian Ellerby, but you know what, like. When you play like this, the fans are going to come after you. And I would say, what do you expect? Fans are fans. SD talking about the wasting scholarships uh, and, and having some nepotism. I put that up there because I think it's true. You know. What do I think of Missouri? Hanging in there with OSU. You know, I, I hate I, don't know, I hate to say this. I was concentrating on the basketball game, OT. After this, I'm going to go watch the, the football game. Go U of M. Will Wade's a big cheater. We are fine. Will Wade is a big cheater, but 
remember this. If the cheating involves a level one violation, the most serious level violate level one violation of paying players to come to your school, people are so used to that. And fans, they're like, eh, big time, big fat six figure deals that are on wiretaps with the FBI. Who cares? Nothing happens there. Play at LSU. That's everybody's used to all that kind of stuff. Bring back the monster and the Zach Novak days. There's a cowboy fan. How about those cowboys? Oh boy. Matt saying that uh, I don't know. Level two is level two for paying uh, players. Is that I, I thought. My uh, NCAA handbook knowledge, I thought it was a level one for illegally uh, paying players. You're saying that he just got hit with a level one? Okay. I'm with you. CK was hoping for more on the recruiting front. Well, you know, on the recruiting front, you know, Juwan actually think did a pretty good job. You know, you think about the Hunter Dickinson's, uh, you know, you you think about the the two five-stars that he was able to uh, uh, get in um, Musa Diabate and, and Caleb Houston, and they really didn't turn out. And, uh, you know, even Franz Wagner, uh, you know, getting him, and I know that his brother played there, so that, you know, you might not want to give him the credit there. I give him the credit, you know, for uh, having him on there and uh, the, these first couple years. But, and then, you know, on the recruiting front, with the way that you can pay players with name image and likeness in, uh, but you're, you can't promise them the money. Uh, that's been Michigan's strategy that hurt, that helps in football where, you know, down the line, they have to stay for three years and basketball just one year. So they are looking to get paid. Um, so that hurt him a little bit. I think if Juwan was sitting here and we were all just talking about it, I think he would, he would say, what, what do you think talking about recruiting? Nobody's going to come here. We had the dude that's blown up at uh, the USC, the the number one point guard. He was going to come here, but USC's like, hey, here's a million bucks, and we could we could say, hey, after a year or two, you know, at NIL, you can get paid maybe a hundred grand. But then at the same time, you had uh, you had Hunter coming out saying, I didn't make, I made chump change at Michigan. That dude, what was it, Isaiah Collier? Is that his name? That dude was like, I'm not going to Michigan. So. Mark saying, uh, how much did Michigan pay McNeese State? I don't know. Incoming basketball class is pretty good. Yeah. Connie Ruths out of IMG is the number 33 overall player in the 24 class. Christian Anderson out of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm excited to see him. Uh, Fat Brooks. I have not seen any tape on him out of the uh, Grand Rapids area. Another uh Guard. Yeah. Nice players. OT talking some football and NIL. Will Wade in an NIL era would bring everyone into U of M. Just hire him after the presser. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. I thought I was only going to do a five minute show tonight, but you know, sometimes things happen. Thanks so much for for watching, listening. We're here after every Michigan basketball game. We look forward to the conference season resuming. 
Michigan taking on Minnesota. Coming up, is it this Thursday? It is. Today's Friday, so they're off until Thursday. We've got some things between now and then to take care of. I did see right before I was coming on, I was just right on Twitter, and I saw a note that said both Alabama and Michigan are refusing to take team photos tomorrow. So I don't know, like the, this whole thing, like, you know, the tablets, no, you know, watch out, catapult. Uh, that's all happening. You're trying to fire this thing up before Monday. I mean, that's still a lie, but uh, my, I'm thinking about Monday. And we will see you after the Michigan-Alabama game right here on this feed. If you just tune in to listen or hear about basketball, we'll talk with you Thursday after Michigan-Minnesota. Tonight, 87-76, to it goes to the McNeese State Cowboys. Everybody have themselves a great night, and Happy New Year!